from there. Thanks for coming. I really appreciate it. Hey, folks. Thanks for tuning into the Banff Podcast. Uh, this is our Savage Die Thursday, and we're lucky to have lucky enough to have Jody Black from Pinnacle along with Christopher Landauer. How are you guys doing today? Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for having us. I yes. appreciate you coming out. I am contractually obligated to play some cheesy opening music, so please indulge me. One second. And folks, that uh, that delightful opening montage assures you you're listening to a high quality, high production value podcast, uh, ethically sourced. Um, <laughs> best kind. <laughs> best farm to table geeky podcast out there you can find. So. I'd say uh, so, we're organic, but I'm full of chemicals. So <laughs> <laughs> kept alive through chemistry. <laughs> nice segue, Landauer. So I'm a little bit less full of chemicals right now because I'd like to do a little public, you know, service announcement. I just gave blood. So I would like to say if you are eligible to give blood and it doesn't give you like the complete heebie-jeebies crying in the corner kind of idea of doing so, please do it because it's so necessary and it's not somebody else's problem. It's yours. So, you know, it, it's really necessary. Um, I just had a donation. It went very smooth. Um, sometimes they don't go so smooth and I've passed out once only once, um, best nap I ever had. Um, and, and Clint is actually doing a double donation right now, um, which is called a power red donation. So, you know, this is a donation thing. We're not getting paid to like, you know, um, donate the blood. It was a church drive at our church, but we do this routinely because we can and because it makes such a difference. So if you can, please, pretty please. And you can tell me about it and I will say thank you because I really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely for a good cause. Um, and the, the blood supply is always running low. So uh, do the right thing. Roll up your sleeve. Get out and help some people. Yep. And I kept my mask on, you know, for the whole time. There's people who are worried about crowds and being out and that kind of thing. You can do this with your mask on the entire time. You know, they're, they're taking it out of your arm, not your face. So, you know. It's, it's, they can, they but, can take it out of your forehead, though, just in case. You can ask for forehead treatment. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're donating blood out of your forehead. I think you're an alien, Landauer. They use a cool little butterfly clips. It's cool. It's cool. It's, fine. it's, fine. it's hard to find a good vein there unless you're just really agitated. <laughs> <laughs> the veins are throbbing here. <laughs> agitated is my blood type, so... <laughs> all right, all right. You guys at Pinnacle... Uh, all kinds of news since I had you on last. I mean, so much stuff happening. Um, the, you mentioned the pre-show. The last time I contacted you was to talk about the sigil and pinnacle. We're calling it a merger? News. How about news. that? Okay, had the news. news. The happening. Yeah. So yeah. what can you tell us about the pinnacle and sigil happening? So, spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. um, the people at sigil have always worked with us. Uh, <laughs> we hired um, Sigil Entertainment to do our art. And if you've looked at our books for the past several, I don't know, what, 10 years, it's been excellent. Um, and then when the VTT thing uh, started being a thing, we were doing that through Sigil Entertainment as well. So when we started using more and more of them to do more and more of what we want, we kind of went, hey, why don't we make this just a little bit more formal? Um, so we're still working together. There's no change there. Um, and yes, Christian Sigil is good people, all of them. So, um, and actually Sigil was doing so much that after we brought them in house with us, we split them into two separate companies just because they did not realize all that they were doing. So now we've got three companies under our umbrella let me see if I can do that so that people can see it. All right. So we have Pinnacle Entertainment. You know what we do, right? Not talk about that a lot more. Mm -hmm. Then there's Sigil Entertainment. So they can continue doing the tabletop RPGs that you've um, always, that you've been hearing about lately. Um, S5E, so Supers for 5E. Um, we've got some cool things coming out for 5E and such related projects later because of this. Um, and, you know, anyway, so that's still going to be kind of tabletop focused. And then Sigil Services. Sigil Services is where um, they're kind of making a name for themselves as being the premier people to make virtual tabletop uh, content of your already published RPG content. 
So they're actually doing the VTT projects, not just for Pinnacle, but for Paizo, Onyx Path, um, Free League. Free League. I mean, a lot of big names in our industry, right? So, and they do it great. Um, they're currently pulling their hair out about the Foundry version 10 thing. Sorry, y'all, that caught them kind of blindsided too, like everybody else, but they are working really fast to get that working. Um, if you have not already upgraded to version 10, your stuff works just fine. Um, if you can roll it back to version nine until they have it fixed, you know, do that. But if not, you know, it'll be done as soon as they can. I promise you. You are educating me, Jody. I was unaware there was any uh, any drama over there in Foundry Land. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Version ten is not backwards compatible, so uh, okay. all of the all of the modules that didn't get updated beforehand, which I think is pretty much like zero. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know how much time the devs really had with version ten before version ten was version ten, because mm -hmm. um, it wasn't it wasn't stable when the devs devs had it. So. Anyways, not not throwing shade, but yeah, version 10 did make some waves, and uh, it's great. The features are fantastic, but we just need a little bit more time, and I think the first step for us is going to be the Savage Worlds core, and then everything else flows from there, and okay. um, we believe that's imminent. Um, I would say soon, trademark. Um, yeah. <laughs> fingers and, crossed. Right. Yeah, fingers crossed. And then they're not also like working on our stuff. They're working for the other um, company stuff as well. But all of that is compartmentalized. They've got people who specialize in just the stuff for Pelgreen. They've got just the stuff for Onyx Path, just the stuff for us. So it's not like the same people are trying to do all of it at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. And if you are a publisher... Movie, right? that, was, that came out this year? <laughs> I, I heard it was the fun version of uh, the Doctor Strange movie. Like if you didn't quite like the Doctor Strange movie, check that out. Can you guys hear a trumpet behind me by any chance? I do. <laughs> oh, sorry. My wife just bought that for my son uh, just today. It just showed up from Amazon. So uh, yeah. Yay! Congratulations on your new life. Trumpet, a <laughs> hey, go go band, go band, definitely. Yeah. We, it's a fantasy we... companion for VT next week, says Christian. Aha, uh -huh. probably not. <laughs> no. Christian says the suede system is VT compatible with the premium content modules have not yet been updated. Thank you. And Land Landauer's audio is really low. Thanks for the note. So. Oh, I dare I turn myself up. Usually, I know. I don't. I don't know if you're ready for full Landauer. That's. Right. There we go. <laughs> so, any publishers who are out there, I put the URL up in the bottom. Sigilservices.com. If you're interested in seeing if they can help you out with your VTT offerings, I will probably be talking to them because I do some small publishing and I could use some help in the VTT area. So, uh, cool, cool. Um, so, guys, what else is going on? Wow. I mean, like we've got a lot. So taking a step back about the um, Sigil Entertainment news, mm -hmm. uh, because they are already so good at um, 5e content and we have all these Savage World settings. Um, there's one setting that comes to mind that might be very cool to see in the 5e world. Um, and they are currently looking at that as um, as well as with a lot of people in the 5e world because of the recent announcement by D&D. Deadlands for 5e. Hey, this is the first time. Is this the first you've mentioned this publicly? I mean, I think so. Maybe I can. I can't keep track because I keep talking to people. But um, yes, you're right. I just thought it wasn't me. I, I'm like the spoiler king, right? So I always get the side eye whenever it's like, land where you're on the stream. You, you told people stuff that we weren't really great to tell people stuff. So I'm very right, so spoiled. But, possible yeah. exclusive um, Deadlands 5e is Deadlands coming. 5e. I mean, well, I can't put a timeline on that. It's just something that they're looking at. Um, it would definitely be the first thing that we do bring to the table um, that, you know, like if we're going to do, do anything, it's going to be Deadlands. Um, people have been asking for that for a while. And if you go way, way back, there was a Deadlands D20. Deadlands D20 does not work for Deadlands 5. You can try, I guess. But anyways, yeah. Well, we've had so much more content since then. So, Thank you, Grom. I didn't want to be the one who was the spoiler. <laughs> oh, wait. Thanks, Grom. Throw me under the bus, right? Fine, fine. So I could type in there, no spoilers. <laughs> Yeah, but we're super excited, and, and you know, the team at Sigil has done such fantastic work with 5e. And so folks that are worried, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the next question is going to be like, is this going to delay any Savage Worlds? No. So if anything, on um, this, here's a little back-end, like, you know. The, inside we, baseball. Right, inside baseball, yes. We, we are facing a crowdfunding window shortage, not a development shortage. So 
we have a lot of things that are done or near done, ready for group play testing and, and fixing up um, versus uh, windows that we need to crowdfund stuff with. And crowdfunding really is our best our, our best ways to get the crowds we need, get the you know the, the upfront people invested into it, and and even just the the, the eyeballs on our projects. Um, so we are going to be crowdfunding almost everything we can um, for the near future. But the, there's only so many windows on Kickstarter we can do. And um, so we figured if, we, if we're going to do Deadlands 5e, um, we, yeah, we didn't want to bump any Savage Worlds products for it. And um, and just also the team, like you know, we have a, a special team. How's it going, Walt? Welcome, sir. Hey, Walt. We, um, What's going on, guys? You know, we need 5e developers. So that made We heard you. Don't worry. <laughs> get the uh, get Sigil involved because they you know, their S5e product is really fantastic. Um, we really do. Okay, cool, cool. There we go. It's, it might it might not even be. But anyways, the you know the we, we S5e you know, for you know, 5e developers for it, and the um, you know that means uh, not in house reaching out to have folks who want one know and love Deadlands, but two are really into the 5e development world, and. Um, so that's why that's why we're, we're partnering with Sigil for that because it, just, you know, it makes perfect sense. Like they're already really well meshed with our production schedule on the art and the printing side, and that's the benefit for Sigil. So the benefit for Sigil for the big merger is that you know folks like Simon and Jody and a little bit for me um, can take the weight off their shoulders for the getting the books printed and getting the stuff advertised, and um, so you know their projects can go better. But we we hope that you know S five E will be the choice for supers content in five E. And uh, and then the success of that. So you guys haven't checked it out. There was a great Kickstarter for S5e, and uh, we should have pre-orders open if they're not already. Um, I think in the next newsletter we're we're letting you guys know okay. all of the. What? Well, hang on. What is S5e? It's super. So it's a superheroes okay. for fifth edition. And, and this is uh, kickstarting. This is crowdfunding. When? So it's already, already. crowdfunded. It's already okay. done. We're, the, yeah. the books are in. Jeez, Mike, where have you been? I, I don't. I, I run a podcast focused on supers gaming. That's how I miss <laughs> it. Right. So yeah, I'll, I'll shoot you a link to the uh, the Kickstarter for that. But basically, the we are importing as we speak sigil products onto our website. So I think next Tuesday we'll be ready to announce you know where those products are, either for order or for pre-order. And uh, so all of the ease and the cool stuff that we can do on the PEG site, we're bringing the Sigil stuff in. So that's that's kind of the the news on the new the, the new bromance between uh, PEG and Sigil. Yeah. Thanks, Alice, shaming me. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, this was this was funded back in 2021, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was funded during COVID. That's just all one big blur. I, I don't. Remember. That's right. That was the years the years that did not happen. So yeah. you know. Right. No one remembers that. So, Walt, they're doing Deadlands for 5e. Did you know that? Uh, I've, I've heard. Uh, oh, and so okay. did my dog, apparently. He's very excited. He's barking his head off in the back. All the dogs are excited. Yeah, I thought about you earlier today, Walt. I was at the dog park, and somebody had, like, eight German Shepherd puppies. Really? Aww. Accidental litter. I brought them to the dog park, and they were doing the whole, hey, look at all these dogs. Aren't they cute? <laughs> Would you like one? one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my buddies just just called me and he's like, "Dude, I, uh, one of my friends just got a dog like yours. Um, what do we do?" <laughs> I was like, "Tell him, tell him to sell it immediately. <laughs> Get yeah. rid of it." Well, Walt has a Belgian Malinois, which are uh, challenging. But oh, th those are not entry level dogs. Man. No, those are, no. Those are some serious. Does, does yours have the the uh, inbred rage disorder that some Malinois get? Uh, there's not some about it. They all have it, um, and and we encourage it. Uh, in, my, in my first job, if you had a Malinois and that thing wasn't ten pounds of crazy in a six pound bag, uh, you know you weren't doing it right. But uh, so, um, what prompted the uh, the big thing for Five E? Um, uh, was it uh, was it a marketing choice from like a standpoint to maybe um, kind of cross pollinate the two gaming systems? Well, for um... I mean, so speaking with the Pinnacle hat on, right? I mean, we're starting to kind of merge those hats. But uh, with the Pinnacle hat on, Deadlands is our um, flagship pro flagship product. We've got lots of great settings like Rippers and East Texas University. And there are so many cool settings that they now have the rights to, to be able to do for 5e. But we can't do it all at once, right? Yeah. So, so that's why we want to start with Deadlands because... It is the one that's been around for 25 years, has the most familiarity in the game world um, for us grognards, you know, that that want to <laughs> sink our teeth back into Deadlands and just can't seem to get away from it because we love it so much. Um, you know, yeah, it's like what we want to try it and maybe a different uh, system or something like that. If you've got the friends who just won't leave 5e, 
this is what you're going to be able to play it with. I just um, leave those friends. <laughs> I yeah. don't have to. <laughs> friends, friends are worth more than that. Though. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But I mean, the uh, yeah, ETU and Rippers. Rippers, I love Rippers. But I mean, you know, nothing says love like a huckster. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, get those get those creepy creepy vibes going. It's just it's just absolutely cool. Uh, Deadlands. You like Deadlands. to deal with the devil? Is that oh, it? Oh my god! Uh -huh. Every uh -huh. chance I get, just to see if I can outplay him. <laughs> <laughs> you like having one of those manatees messing with your brain pan? I don't judge. Um, as long <laughs> as I get the power. You got the demons in your head anyway. Anyway, you yes, well my man. Powers out of it, right? My like man. That's or... that's exactly. Uh, but yeah, so um, uh, that's that's pretty cool. Now, what um, you know, we saw previously uh, to what seems to be great success, um, taking uh, something like Riffs, uh, which I have the gigantic box set back <laughs> back there, um, something like Riffs or something like Pathfinder and taking it over to Savage Worlds. Um, what is the uh, what is the benefit system wise? Uh, what is 5e offering players that they aren't getting with Savage Worlds? I'd say familiarity, you know, for a lot of people who are just now coming into the industry, they're starting with D&D. &D. Right. Um, a lot of us started with D&D, &D, to be honest. So, yeah, I mean, so so there's <laughs> right point to the books. We, we, we agree. You have geek cred. Um, so <laughs> so when you've got like when my when my daughter is playing with her friends online, they're playing D&D. Right because they're, they're, that's what everybody is, uh, has heard the most about because of Stranger Things or Big Bang Theory or whatever is out there in the um, bigger cultural media. So it's the one that gets the most attention. Once they're familiar with that system, then they might be looking at something else that they can kind of step into. And then from there, maybe step into something else. Now, we also love it when they can go, what else is out there? Let's start, start right, right with Savage Worlds. You know, it's so much easier. That's what my other daughter does. She refuses to play with her D&D &D, um, roommates in college because she's like, y'all are all hacks. Just wait till you get your hands on Savage Worlds. And that's, they that's what I'm it. saying. Yeah, what? so she's like, well, then I'm not playing your D&D. &D. Forget it. <laughs> the, the awful and horrible truth is that to an awful lot of new gamers, people who come in because of streaming or because COVID, D&D &D is RPGs to them. And everything else just looks like some quirky kind of hobby, you know, off to the side in a dusty pawn, pawn shop somewhere. And they, uh, you know, D&D &D can be the gateway and get those folks into the cool stuff. But uh, for so many people, it's all about D&D. &D. Well, you know, and, and, like, yeah, I mean, we're not trying to drive Savage Worlds players to play Deadlands 5e. We're really trying to open the door for 5e players to come and play Deadlands. I mean, it's, you know, it's 25 years of history. That's great. And, and really, if, if we don't go and claim the Weird West space in 5e, someone else is going to. And it won't right be as cool. I mean, seriously, like Deadlands needs to be the, yeah, if you think Weird West, you think Deadlands. So, um, yeah, it makes perfect sense that we kind of step in and, and offer that because, you know, there, there is a demand for it. So, say it's, it's, it's why not bring Deadlands versus, you know, someone else play it in D&D? In &D? I'd say Weird West. You say Deadlands. Weird West. Deadlands. <laughs> right. Weird West. Deadlands. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You do have to stake your claim, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the, the thing I always loved about Deadlands was it, it was my gateway to Savage Worlds. Um, and I really enjoyed Savage Worlds coming in through through uh, Deadlands. Uh, uh, we had just gotten back from deployment in 2008 and I didn't have a lot of time because I was splitting between like my like my regular job and the job I was doing whatever. So, you know, one of my friends was just like, bro, you got to try Savage Worlds. I'm like, what is this system you say? So, you know, they they I was like, I look at the rule book and I'm like, well, OK, well, this is like a player's guide, right? He's like, no, this is it. I was like, bro, you know, and, and it's like everything was, oh, no, you just need a four. You know, I <laughs> you know how Jason claims things. Jason yep. does not go to the dog park. The three of us here go to the dog park now. That's if you pee on it, other people smell it a lot more. Come on. <laughs> that works with my dog. So, What kind of dogs do you have? Uh, I've got a gigantic uh, three quarters Bernie's Mountain Dog, one quarter Grey Pier nice. uh, under my chair. And there's mm. a 15 year old Border Collie. Yeah, that's Hannibal. And then Gemma is the Border Collie around here somewhere. So That's dope. How would they fit into Deadlands? Uh, so my my deal, here's my little thing. The, right on. Um, uh, it, one of these days when I, get, I actually get on the publishing train back again, I'm going to put in like the animal companion rules 
So, you know, here's the thing, right? If, if, if they don't have bennies and they're not a wild card, they're going to die. That's just how it works <laughs> in Savage Worlds. Like, um, you know, I, I played Animal Companions in Rifts. Uh, I'm sorry, not in Rifts, in, in GURPS. And um, you can overpower your Animal Companion. They can steal the show. Like, it's like the dog. The dog does everything. It's fantastic. It's amazing. No one else gets the limelight because, you know, your, your Super Fido takes the thing. But in Savage Worlds, you know, if, you, if you're not a wild card, you are any any... You're very close, you know. And so me, like other people are like, I don't want, you know, violence against children in my games. I don't want dogs to die in my games. Mm-hmm. And uh, But if you allow that, then they turn into a super dog and the players abuse it. So I'm trying to figure out a way of like working around <laughs> that in Savage Worlds. And when I figure it out, I'll let you know. Um, so, so when we play, Clint and I, when Clint and I play at our home game, um, and we have dogs too, I can tell you all about London and Boone. But anyways, um, we play that the animal companions uh, are not wild cards, but you can use your bennies for them. Oh, and right boy, is that a Benny sink. You will spend five bennies just to make sure that your horse doesn't die. Yes. I mean. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. No one wants the R-Tax moment. Uh, no. Like, no. <laughs> I mean, if I needed therapy for anything, it wasn't how my parents raised me. It was watching R-Tax die in the swamp. That's, that's no, there, right. there are therapy. so many movies from our childhood. The Transformers cartoon, Never Ending Story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I saw the thing from John Carpenter when I was way too young. Like, when I, <laughs> are you kidding? That was high entertainment as an eight-year-old. Right. Fido yeah. ain't so cute in that one. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, uh, have you uh, in in some of the either the reports of play tests or in the play tests that that you've been able to sit in? Have you guys found like um, something that really works in five E? Well, one thing we want to bring to five E, Christian Serrano had a question really earlier. So, there are different experiences. Um, right and, and normally we say, don't convert, right? That's kind of the comment. Like, you know, when people bring stuff to Savage Worlds, you know, it, it's it's more translation. You really got to, you know, embody the, bring the fluff, but leave the crunch alone. One thing that we really don't want to give up, though, is the bennies. I mean, bennies are such a... Oh, it's, it's iconic. Uh, right, it's iconic. So 5e doesn't have that. It's, you know, it, there's ways. So that's one of the things that we really do want to make sure when you know 5e folks get to play deadlands in 5e that there's that benny experience that will be new to them and that's 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 my answer for that that's that's the one thing that we're kind of making sure making sure gets translated is benny's that's that i know it's a little more the other direction than you were asking but benny's is where it's at so all right cool cool um i don't want to talk all about deadlands 5e because you guys you have so much going on i mean there's just tons of pinnacle news uh what is the next upcoming project you'd like to talk about oh let me share your screen i'll run through the stuff let me see go for it man oh don't you threaten us with a good time oh i know right meanwhile jody uh uh what what kind of dogs are we talking about uh so i have a lab mix um she's all black that's london um her sister paris has passed away but that's okay we still have a london and then uh uh boone is an australian cattle dog with the worst bark you've ever heard so he's not allowed to utter a sound ever do you have this recorded and how may i get this no just google australian cattle dog it is the worst thing you've ever heard it's fine tingling bad it's like oh god it's and for and so Boone is fifty pounds. London is fifty six. She's a little small on the on the lab side. Um, you would think that I mean he has like a small dog bark for <laughs> for a fifty pound dog. So I mean think Australian cattle dog, but small dog bark. It's the worst thing. Oh my I God, might have awesome. to I might have to record it sometime. That could be a superpower in S five E. It could it, right? It, yeah, it's it's an attack. It really is. Pe- Peg Steph has a horrible uh, a bug uh, a habit of naming their dogs after cities. So I had a border collie named Dublin who recently passed. Jody's got um, London and Boone, oh, and Boone, it- Boone's in North Carolina. Yeah, and then Shane's got a dog named Brooklyn. So dog what kind of dog is Brooklyn? Uh, ooh, he- oh, he's small and old, <laughs> a little brown. He's a I think it's a beagle mix. He's a be- probably a beagle mix. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cute dog too. Yeah. So, anyway, I used to have a pit bull called East St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I just made that up. Sorry. <laughs> it's a good name though. It's a good name. Yeah. yeah. The uh, South Side of Chicago. You know that song with the Leroy Brown song when they say like the East Side of Chicago. There is no East Side of Chicago. It's a lake. Guys, it's a, that, the east side of Chicago is like. But anyways, um, so here's S5E. Here's the one. So this will be on the Pinnacle page. This we were hoping to make this the the premier supers for 5E. 
And um, so you can check out that Kickstarter, just kind of what it's about. Are they, you guys uh, going to email hate mail from Green Ronin? No. You have to tell me, sir. I'm trying to be funny. Friendly competition. <laughs> Friendly competition, guys. All right, cool. Yeah, no, no, we're, we're, we're willing to go to, I mean, the, the more the more competition, the better and cooler stuff that gets put out. So, right. Um, I think it's east side. I'll check. Anyways. Yeah. Maybe. All right, no so, one wants to go to the south side. My mom's from the south side. Anyways, the um, SKV on our, on our own out. supers, if you're in, yeah. you're, you're st- staying for the Savage Worlds fan, um, guys, supers. Superpower yeah, companion, check, right? Check your orders. Shipping soon. Yes. Right? Can't wait. So, yeah, we've got an update on the site for supers that the uh, shipping in October. So we're very excited about that. Um, so that's news. And then. Um, stop there, Landauer, because anybody watching this. Go check your order. Make sure your address is right. Make sure you have everything in there. Make sure you didn't accidentally um, remove the superpowers companion when you were upgrading another order or something. Something weird might have happened to get rid of your order. It might have just been something you clicked. Anyways, just email us if you were like, I swear I pledged for that. We have the records. We can find it. Just email us. Don't panic. So check your orders now. Also, you have until September 20th to add anything you want to that order, and it ships for basically the same price. So do it now. Okay, anyways. Less than a week, five days. And yeah. Yeah, we, we, we had a bug for a week on the website where some people's folks' orders got canceled. So just double-check, make sure your order didn't get canceled. If it did, we'll, we'll be able to restore it. So, um, yeah, Supers is coming. So we're, we are thrilled to have books in hands for people before Christmas for this um, because, you know, it's, I think it's our first game changer. So, yeah, right? it was. Full circle. Um, so yes, that's supers. And then um, if you're in for some similarly themed Deadlands in space, we currently have a game changer for Deadlands Lost Colony. Speaking and, of uh, Deadlands. <laughs> right. It is 270% funded. Thank you, folks. Um, we're really excited about that. The um, This one's great because I personally missed the first Kickstarter. So so Deadlands Lost Colony, it's already in suede. Folks, you know, if you're worried about the... Nope, nope, already in suede. Um, Peg snuck this one in right after the, the, the suede Kickstarter itself. And so I think some folks missed it. So if you missed it, um, we've got, you can back for uh, $10, get you in for the, P- the PDFs. So really easy price point to get in if you just want the book. And then all the way up at the 150 level, this is the, I won everything and I forgot to do the last Kickstarter. So you get the box set with all the goodies. There's a ton of goodies in the box set for the first part of the arc. And then you'll get everything from this one. So this is in the in the first Kickstarter, the um, Deadlands Lost Colony picks up where Deadlands and Deadlands Hell on Earth left off. And so this is kind of the end of the Reckoners arc. The Reckoners have come here to their final reckoning. And in the first Kickstarter, the, the, the original plot point campaign, the um, you take on war and hopefully resolve that. Maybe you died, maybe not. But the uh, this one is now Famine. And uh, so it's number two of the four reckoners and um so and we're we excited have about special that. collectible bounty cards oh, yes. that's so that's something new that we're doing um with this game changer so that if when you back, back this campaign you're going to get in print or in pdf if i don't know how that kind of translate well to pdf but you can get it for pdf um but you're going to get special foil cards um, I think that's a collectible thing. People like that. Anyways, it's going to look super cool. Um, and you can get the stats uh, for the coup on the back side. So if you're the character who actually kills war or kills famine, you get something extra cool. And it'll say on the back what you get. So yeah, we're looking for foil for these two. We're, we're going to see if they can produce the, this size in foil, which would be really cool. But yeah, so Mike's got the link in the, at peginc.com. If you go to the very top of the page of Peg Inc., Right here between Deadlands and Curse of Crimson Thrones, just click right there on Deadlands Lost Colony. That'll take you to our Game or Changer. Or go page. all the way to the right and click that Game Changer thing, and you'll see all of our Game Changers. So right on. Here's all of them. So, yeah, Superpowers Companion, if you want to pick that up. Um, it's shipping in October, so you can pick it up now and get it shipped to you next month. But here's the one for Lost Colony. And... Um, as long as we're here, the um, yeah. the a bunch of files just came out for Pathfinder Curse of the Crimson Throne. And um, so the APG's been out for a couple weeks, and then just this week we released the whole plot point campaign and one of the other books, I think The Guide to Corvosa. So check Stop your Stop talking in acronyms, Landauer Advanced Player's Guide. Advanced Player's Guide. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the cool thing about the APG, the Advanced we're- Player's Guide. Yeah, we're bad for acronyms because it's, you know, our company and everybody knows what we're talking about inside our company. Right but yeah, no, not everybody knows what that is. So I hate that. Too. I'm a, I get to my personal bugbear when people put acronyms in like emails and I'm like, I don't know what that means. Of course, I used it in my sig. Oh, never mind. 
but the uh, so yeah, so this one, so the the Curse of Crimson Throne plot point campaign is is in your in your downloads. And again, if you're pre-ordering, same day pre-order, and then those will be delivered to you. They're still in alpha. They're still in you know play testing, but there is a link in in there for the play test feedback. So um, all of the cool additions to the characters, like the um, I think it's like six new. It's like the Oracle and a bunch of other like really cool uh, character types are in the advanced player's guide, and then the Crimson Throne um, and, uh, plot play. point campaign. But, uh, not really plot points, but they are adventure, <laughs> adventure paths. Path. Yes. Adventure path books. And um, yeah, right? Aww, and then people notice on the SPC, the Superpowers Companion, um, there's some new art in there. So thanks to you. So if people do ask, like, hey, do these crowd funders make a difference? They do, guys. The, uh, we If we you know meet our goals, we we get we put more art in the book. And the um, So cards not available. Nope, they are a crowdfunder exclusive. So that's the one of the crowdfunding perks is to grab those during the crowdfunder. And uh, yeah, not. I mean, they might show up at conventions. Maybe, maybe you can, you can. Uh, we yeah. reserve the right to hand them out willy nilly as like a personal freebie or something as a guest at a con. But for yeah. purchase on our website, like um, anybody can order them from around the world. No, it has to be during this game changer. So do it now. And again, we're testing the testing the waters on this. This is something new for us, but we do want to to make it cool for the uh, for the people who support us during the active campaign. So um, we think that's a good you know a good draw for it, and we hope that everybody else agrees. Um, certainly, show it by pledging today. That would be great. Um, let us know what you think. There's a whole section on our game changer for you to leave comments. We invite your you know feedback. Yeah, so on all these pages, like right at the campaign, you click on comments. You guys let us know what's going on so you can you can tell us how you feel. But one more thing we want to – so this is the last thing I'll pitch before we go to the questions or whatever else you guys want to talk about. The um, So this isn't uh, in-house. This is all of our wonderful um, licensees who are part of the SWAG program, the Savage Worlds Adventures Guild. They've got their SWAG Timber bundle this year. It's a huge bundle. It is – I think if you bought it all individually, it's like 80 some $84 of content and that's really cheap a lot of these people they, they really you know put their their prices low um but the bundle is fantastic and um coming up here in an hour and a half on the peg twitch we'll have a couple of our creators christian who's in the chat he'll be there with jen sutcliffe and uh, i think we've got um uh, uh Ofshevsky and a couple of the folks to do you know their part of the swag timber bundle but you know uh the, the last three of our summer showcases are all going to be swag timber creators so a bunch of folks in here it's an extensive list of really cool stuff that you can add to savage worlds a lot of really great ideas everything from like hey uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles cough cough um with big bad wolf to more fun in space to horror to um, the Cradle of the Grave is part of the Vermilion. That Kickstarter is coming next month. Oh, I'll spoil that too. So um, we have a Kickstarter next month, and uh, we hopefully have a Kickstarter next month. <laughs> right? We're, we're planning <laughs> on having a Kickstarter next month, which is going to be big. Um, so we've done the other companions on our Game Changer, but we are going to combine a companion with a setting. It's going to be Pine Box Middle School, PBMS, which is the East Texas University aged down to middle school. And, um, and we're going to put that with a horror companion next month, along with our uh, uh, Halloween 3. So that's the other thing. So I'll, I'll stop sharing, but the uh, Halloween 3 is open for Game Masters to submit events. If you check our newsletter, it's in our newsletter on where you can submit, but it's on tabletop events. Search for Halloween 3, and so Game Masters can get their games. And we already have like 30 games in, and, um, and we just opened it up like two days ago. So uh all the good stuff so yeah we've got a, a pretty packed schedule folks <laughs> yes the horror companion and i'm gonna call out christian i hope he runs a game for us on halloween like it's the whole weekend y'all you don't have to run every single day but if you can just do like one game that would be great if you can only show up for one panel like we don't have our panels in there yet but we're going to are you guys looking for publishers for the panels because i've got a few savage worlds books and we talk Absolutely, to and if you guys are we have, looking for content? Right. Yes. The answer is yes, all of the above. And if you guys <laughs> okay. have an idea for a panel you want to do during uh, Halloween, yes, just shoot me an email, Chris Landauer at Pegging or info at Pegging. It's easier to spell than my last name. Okay. And um, the uh, yeah, we'll put those things together. So um, we've I think we had over a hundred attendees last year on Halloween too. So um, it's going to be a big online convention this year. We expect to, to get bigger. And um, what's the date on that again? 
Uh, it's the last weekend in October. So I think it's the 27th through the 29th 30th. through the 30th. Wait, the 29th yeah, 28th through the 30th. 28th so 30th, yes. basically ha Halloween weekend, <laughs> but not actually Halloween because that's yeah. a Monday. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool. Um, anything else we want to talk about? Any other projects we want to announce or publicize while we're talking? If anybody oh. in the audience wants to ask about any of our lines, I mean, I think yeah. We've, we've, there is more riffs coming because people are always questioning when the riffs is. Um, we've had Sean on, so you can check the Peg Inc. YouTube for um, Sean. But the next books in the riff series, because those are those are coming in from the printer too. It's great. We've got you know, um, I don't know if we have the exact ship date yet on that. I'll check the. But there's you know that's that's uh, we have a lot of imminent stuff. I mean, it's going to be shipping, shipping, shipping from pretty much next month through the new year on kind of the, all the staggered projects, which is exciting. And um, the so the next riffs outing it'll be the new year so not between now and Christmas you can you can save a little before the holidays um, so in the new year it's going to be a uh, land of a thousand islands which is South America and then that's going to be a Kickstarter also combined with Terror on the Dark Frontier which is a very cool like bleeding Kansas esque theme plot of what's going on in the middle of the country in America in the Rifts universe but you know aged up several years from the last publication so yeah we were excited for both of those so the terror on the dark frontier is going to be a, a horrid headstone hill style box set and then um yeah so so real quick before we go into what alice is asking for about pinebox middle school because you mentioned um riffs and our friends at palladium are running a superheroes bundle of holding right now what better place to talk about that than here? So we put a link to that in our update for the Superpowers Companion to let people know about it. Um, lots of good information there that you can pull for your Savage Worlds games. Um, and it benefits a great uh, cause, the um, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, which is a cause that we donate to for all of our bundles of holding and a lot of other projects we do. So near and dear to our hearts, um, and so are the Palladium people. So please check that out. Um, and now, Pine Box Middle School. Let's see here. Kids on bikes. Um, how weird was your middle school, right? Um, it's already... <laughs> Can you imagine middle school, but in Pine Box? Ah, uh, I mean, Tracy's been doing some good work on Scott's already amazing material. Um, it's been it's been a lot of fun to watch the development process on that. I haven't had my chance to dig in on the material yet. So I don't I can only say what I've what I've seen so far. Um Landar, do you have anything else to add? Oh, yeah. we, so, do you have so, any of the art to share? I don't think we do, do um, we? I do. So let me okay, cool. um so I've got the the archetypes. Let me pull those up in a window where you can see them. But the the archetypes are great. We want to get the art up. The oh, I'll tell you about them. So we, we need the, the there's the country kid, the medium, the gamer, the animal lover, the ghost hunter, the delinquent, which just sounds amazing. The crafter, and they've got like a um, like a drone, so you know, really kind of cool little rules for that. The um, the budding scientist, the athlete, the entrepreneur, the scout, and the fine art student. Um, so those are going to be our, our archetypes that come with Pimax Middle. And so this is it's kids on bikes, but it's not in the '80s. It's actually modern. And so one of the cool things is like cell phones, right? Like what do you do with horror kids horror when you have cell phones like why don't they just call the police or the parents so what they the mechanics instead of like a deadlands fear level there is a cell phone bar level that is a global mechanic and the, the game master can move that up or down and that changes the rules and the dynamics of what happens what the roles are what, what stuff kids have access to based upon how many bars they have on their cell phones and so you can still you know, do that kind of uh, isolation you really need for, for mm -hmm. true fun horror. Um, and we're not killing kids here. I can't do want call to the police. I don't have any bars. Right, no oh bars. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so the, um, so, the, so the, the, that's the kind of fun we're having. And also, just like, you know, like there's a, a, one of the maps we're, got, we're giving you guys is the lunchroom. And um, I'm personally, we don't have art for it yet. There's no guarantees. It's not, it's not a pawn now, but I'm pressuring Shane that if uh, I want a lunch lady pawn because I think oh, this yeah. would be amazing, right? Lunch lady pawn. So maybe it's maybe it's a social goal. I don't think we're doing stretch goals for this, but maybe we'll do a social goal for the lunch lady pawn. Well, since um, it'll be on Kickstarter, there might be some oh, stretch be. goals. Yeah, we haven't, yeah, maybe, maybe. That's right, but that's if we can get it on Kickstarter. So we'll. So the problem there is we can only have so many projects running on Kickstarter at any given time, and all of our projects on Kickstarter, other than Curse of the Crimson Throne, 
are pretty much just in the, the shipping lanes. You know, we can't do anything about how fast they're going to be shipped at this point. So we're going to have to reach out to Kickstarter and get special um, dispensation to be able to run a Kickstarter. Haven't done that yet. So that's why I don't want to commit to it yet. Target date for the sci-fi companion. I'm sorry, friends. We have not even started development on that. I shouldn't say we haven't started. Some people have, but they haven't put it on the calendar yet. <laughs> By that, I mean Shane. <laughs> so here are the archetypes for, here's the art for those archetypes for um, Pine Box Middle. I'm going to give you a full screen layout just so we can kind of see those. Hang on. Yeah, let's cool. see if I can get a little more. Uh, okay, there we go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. And another cool thing about these as pawns is they're scaled appropriately. So when you put this pawn next to an adult from like Lost Colony, they're not going to be the same tall, you know, they're not going to be the same height. So um, we worked really, really well with the, uh, or they, they took paid particular attention with the art to make sure it was scaled appropriately. So you can't really get that feel here, but you can when you see them next to the other pieces. Thank you, Jason. And you did ask about Animal Lover and like how you might bring a dog into Savage World. So there will be some extra rules on how to have your pet involved in, at least in Pine Box Middle. So um, that will be coming. And then as long as you got me on screen, here's the page for Halloween 3. So uh, yeah, October 27th through 30th. And if you guys want to get badges so you're informed when games are open for sign up, um, buy a badge. They are free. And then if you are a game master who wants to submit events, um, also submit events. And then you guys, game masters, when you buy badges, I'll just show you this, guys, as long as you're here. Um, it shows $2 because we have to do it this way. Um, but when you go and buy the game master badge, it shows 2 bucks. But uh, if you log in, I'm sorry, I've got to log in to do this. Anyways, when you go to buy your badge, there's a link that says apply coupon. Um, apply that coupon, and then your badge will be free. It's literally right under where it wants you to, to buy the coupon. So... Um, so don't pay the two bucks. We'll we'll cover the two bucks with the coupon code. So the I uh, just wanted to let you guys know that was there. So the platform then, has to make their money, but we don't want to make you pay for it. So exactly, yeah. perfect. So then let me stop sharing screen. Boom, here we go. Awesome. You know, yeah. a teaser man would make some callback to the '80s movie and say they want their two dollars, but I'm a better comedian than that, so I, I, I won't do that. That's the slow hanging Wow, you're dating yourself there, bro. <laughs> I'm half a century old. This this youthful face you see is just the results of prayer, <laughs> clean living, and vitamins. So. And standing out somebody's window with a boombox. <laughs> <laughs> John I, Cusack I got you. was so young once. So young once. You know, John Cusack now has a direct-to-video, direct-to-screaming career in crime thrillers. You wouldn't even know if you aren't like cruising Amazon at two in the morning just looking for it. It's kind of weird. You have time to cruise Amazon at two in the morning. I mean, you gotta well, pay the sleep. IRS somehow. So. Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. So, kind of like Tom Selleck uh, also does uh, private investigator uh, movies, but unless you look for them on streaming or Redbox, you never see them. So, yeah. And mustache goals, mustache goals, right? Dude, there. It, all you yeah. gotta do is just approach Tom Selleck and be like, "Look, Savage Worlds is perfect for this. We we need to we need to hook up. We need to team up." Quigley in Deadlands. Quigley in Deadlands. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You can get Kevin Sorbo, some kind of creepy preacher, Harrow guy. It'd be fantastic. I, I think oh. I even have art for that for Tom Selleck as quickly. In, okay, I'm gonna find. Don't you this. threaten me with a good time? Just wait, just wait. There's Chester involved, so in case there's kids <laughs> around. Bring gonna, it. Let's I'm go. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. We can we can move on and surprise you. It'll take me a minute, but oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, what else are you gonna do with these AI? Okay, so these AI art creators, I think they're fantastic. Uh, Mid Journey and all that. So the. Um, I've been working on one. I mean, okay, so there's not a peg thing, so nothing there. But the um, we all have our personal projects, you know. Right. <laughs> but like, so I've got a, a little idea. I mean, just just developing it myself in the back of my head is fun enough, it'll, even if it never sees the light of day. But like, think of like Napoleonic era with steamships, right? Airships, steamships, mm -hmm. just like you know. Uh, and if you think, okay, so Napoleonic, like if you're if, if you're in the atmosphere, which is kind of like space, and you got Napoleon, it's like him versus everybody. And they kind of have all the cool uniforms and all the cool ships, but they're kind of the guy you kind of need to shoot out of the air. It's very much Darth Vader, right? Like you got to go there. So if you've got Darth Vader, you need the like, you know, the the, the scrappy little nerf herders from all the other countries. And um, so trying to trying to make a let's not do the likeness of Harrison Ford, but have a Harrison Ford kind of character. I was like, 
who, who kind of has that vibe? And of course, Mr. Mustache has that vibe. So that's why this was created, just to let you guys know. Um, Not that you were just trying to look for people with mustaches and trying to emulate. Oh, mustaches, hairy beards. Don't forget the chest hair. hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, totally my type. Call me if this is you. But uh, (laughs) so yeah, not a peg project. So if there's any other peg product questions, we can answer those while Land ever goes and finds the crazy art that he's been making. It's 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 PG thirteen ish. Oh, oh my god speaking of like pg-13 ish if we want to talk about like our pet projects um so clint and i have started up a new duet game and i think that we totally need to do duet gaming again as a panel during halloween because the one panel that we did um one live stream we did was just not nearly long enough right so we got to get the crew the crew back together for that um but for our next duet game we've finished our campaign in deadlands um but we were like, where do we want to go next? And of all places, we decided to do Fay in L.A. So we are members of the Fay Court in 1927 L.A. So kind of a little bit of Deadlands Noir, Call of Cthulhu. A little, uh, we're having fun world building at it right now. But that's my pet project. So my Pinterest is filled with like lots of really cool things. And we're binging, you know, Miss Fisher's mysteries all over again, you know, fun stuff like that. You know, I uh, oh hey, here we go. There's there's quickly in Deadlands. Oh look at that! Oh, yep. That's Tom Selleck in Deadlands. There we go. Told you I could do it. Yep. Your wish is my command. (laughs) Any chance for more fifty fathoms? Says uh, Super Doobie Doo. Super Doobie Doo. I love your name. First of all. Um, so we don't have anything currently on the docket for 50 Fathoms, but we are making sure that we continue to, um, support all of our settings by doing, and I shouldn't say all, all, because there's some that we just probably are not going to go back to like Evernight. Sorry, people, we love it. But, um, so, but 50 Fathoms, oh my gosh, that plot point campaign is like, the, the the chef's kiss like that is the best that is what all other plot point campaigns aspire to be so i would not be surprised if um if another thing gets put onto the list for that sometime soon we do have um audiobooks out we have uh short fiction out we have one sheets for that um if you have not found those already yeah go go find those yeah it was so much fun right it still is people are still playing that so I love it. I, I did the editing pass on the second printing of that. So, was hey, that, was that one of your first projects that brought you into Peg, right? Uh, no, but it was. It was. It was. Well, it was one of them. Yeah, it was. The first one was Low Life, actually, and now that's a Mutha Oith Creations project because that's one of those many things that we built and then we kind of handed over to the creator when they went on to other um, build their own com- companies. So Low Life was hilarious. Oh my gosh. If you have not read Low Life, I mean, if you've, even if you never play it, you got to own it and read it, especially, I think, appropriate for Pine Box Middle School because it is nothing but 13-year-old boy-like humor all the way through it. Just poop and fart jokes the entire way through. It's great. Sold. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where Mike Hangs is at. Yeah, I I I, I have no cheese. shame. Sorry. Yeah. I, you say fart jokes? Well, <laughs> that's fifty percent of my personality by volume. So uh, right, yeah. And the other fifty percent is Monty Python, and they're coming to an RPG market near you soon too. I was like, Monty right? Python RPG. We're all going to be checking that out to yeah. see what's new and different, but also probably just to laugh our butts off. I feel like I've played the Monty Python RPG just from playing RPGs in the eighties and nineties, being around people who. So their personality was Monty Python quotes. Right? I, I, I can't imagine ever actually getting to the game. I think it would just be 100% Monty Python quotes instead of like 60% Monty Python quotes, 40% playing. So It'll be interesting to see how they rein those quotes in so you actually get to the game. Unless that is just the point of the game. Yeah, it's part of the game. quote everybody else. Yeah, I know with games I played in, usually rendered in through... Um, hard stares from the GM and occasionally profane <laughs> language, but I don't, maybe don't like you can put that into a, uh, a rule book. <laughs> and Super Duper says again, maybe someone's already asked because I'm a bit late, but any sort of sci-fi stuff coming other than Ma, I already have that in the cart. 
Thank you. Thank you for backing um, Mauve Oblivion. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, let me think. What do we have that's coming up that's um, sci-fi or um, space-based? And there's, well, I mean, I always feel like Rifts is, is, has some sci-fi in there, you know? Um, Warlock Marines. It just has everything. <laughs> and when we play Rifts, there's usually a trip to another, well, you name it. You know, it's, it's not maybe hard science, but anyways, it's fun science. Um, Landauer, is there anything I'm thinking of or that I'm forgetting? Anyways. Anything that we've announced, like... Mm, mm, mm. Nothing we can talk about. How about that? <laughs> yeah, oh, and then the answer about the companion. So the sci the sci-fi companion is not soon trademark. So not this year. Not yeah. this year. Not uh, early next year. So that one that one's don't don't hold your breath. Don't hold your breath. I don't know what this means, but Kristen Serena was asking N E three question mark. You've never heard of N E three? Oh wait, necessarily evil. Evil. Okay. <laughs> Yes, that one is still on the docket. It is still in planning. Like Landauer said, we have so many projects mm -hmm. and only so many band, you know, only so many platforms that we can um, get them out through. So we have to kind of line them up and, and, and push them out. So that's, I mean, that's one reason why we made Game Changer, first of all. I mean, we've spent, I guess, maybe two years total, if you count the past year in, in live testing it and the year before that. <laughs> oh, Walter, are, let me see. Are you kissing your dog in the mouth, Walt? Oh, that Yeah, half uh, half lab, half bully. Uh, she thinks she's uh, all that in a pack of batteries. So. <laughs> she knows it. She knows pretty it. much. Pretty much, she's been trying to nose her way into everything. Little punk. Mm hmm. Well, hey, um, we're heading towards the top of the hour. I think this has been a great show. Any last closing thoughts before we wrap it up? If you could see one thing in Savage Worlds that you that hasn't gotten hit yet, what would you want? Hmm. Okay, so not again, not for Peg, but the I've got a great police procedural game with a a kick on uh, on the setting. Um, that's kind of one that I think that that niche needs to be filled. Um, I didn't go serious with it, but I think that the rules we developed for it could be could go serious. Um, but I think that's kind of a cool. You know, and there is like there's the the blue, uh, an Ace product that's um, uh, this thin blue line. Um, mm -hmm. But I think a whole series of rules for investigative kind of police procedure would be kind of fun. Uh, no on Starfinder. Starfinder. I, I, everyone's like, oh my god, Pathfinder is great. So here's the deal, man. We've got Lost Colony, and we've got a whole nother space setting besides Lost Colony, mm -hmm. um, Last Parsec. So between those two, I think our internal in-space juices and itches get dry. We have scratched. five plot point campaigns out there for the Last Parsec. So don't forget a soundtrack. You've got to have a Last Parsec <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah, there's there's soundtracks for a, a few of our settings. So yeah. I mean, there's so, there's a lot of content out there for it. Right, and, and, and we don't want to compete with Starfinder as Starfinder is getting its footing and establishing its own content. Um, cool thing on content, though, um, Mike Barbeau did get to spoil this in our last um, launch stream, mm -hmm. is that the uh, Paizo has looked upon us with such grace over the, the two Kickstarters that you guys have supported so amazingly that they have opened the green light, opened the door, for original content for Pathfinder Savage Worlds. So I think at minimum, we'll do some one sheets that'll be original, mm -hmm. that'll be um, in that maybe more. I don't know, no promises, but definitely one sheets, um, which is pretty exciting that's for us because one that's, sheet. you know, that, a one sheet is a very Savage Worlds product versus an oh, adventure yeah. path. And um, so now hopefully with kind of the, either the next Kickstarter or some other fun stuff, we'll get to do Galarian themed one sheets. So You know uh, what's cool. gonna be hot, Chris? Owlbears. It's all about owlbears. Oh, They're, God, so no. They're so cute. They're so cute. People, when they do art and they do owlbear cubs, they're just oh, so cute. You like owlbear art. There we go. Oh, yes. That's awesome. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> Burt Reynolds and Smokey and the Bandit. Yes, that is perfect. Yeah, I'm not going to show you the hundreds and hundreds of owlbear AI art images I have behind that. But... Uh... <laughs> 
See, look, Mike, you, you, have you an addiction? and I have been productive on this AI yeah. art generator thing, man. Um, I, mean... I my big thing for this Dolly Two was celebrity names, and you got to kind of coax it because you know, they have logic that doesn't let you say Keanu Reeves as an Albert, but if you say Keanu Reeves from The Matrix Two as an Albert, <laughs> then you can get that. So, um, but yeah, uh, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, way off topic. Forgive me. Sorry. That's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you what you guys were up to lately. Like, tell us about what's going on with you. Uh, we have a. Uh, we're working on another Kickstarter for the after. Nice. Another adventure uh, companion, but uh, John has been really busy doing art for Sorry. Worlds Company. John Gibbons, the main artist for the after, which is a popular Savage World setting. So, whenever uh, John gets finished doing art for. Walt, he can come back and do all for art for me, and it'll come out. So He's been slamming that stuff. Oh my god, it is so good! It is yeah. so good. John I can't wait a, to see it. John is uh, a talented man. Uh, yeah, the after sure. art is so evocative. It's good stuff. Well, this isn't the after. This is something totally separate, and he was just slamming it, slamming it out. Walt, so. uh, Walt, it was under <laughs> a setting uh, based on a series of novels called Forgotten Ruin, which is basically the elevator pitch was um, imagine a battalion of U.S. Rangers at Helm's Deep. Okay. Nice. And uh, you, you, have, you don't have any art, art handy, do you, Walt? Uh, some. Hold on a sec. That'd be a good thing to end on. See what yeah. I can get into. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We have a um, we have a very passionate, passionate following. Uh, there are a ton of Savage Worlds players that uh, that we get to talk to um, uh, because they're also readers, and they're like, "Oh, you know, I I play this in Savage Worlds," um, and uh, you know, and then like a lot of our readers are are kind of like. What is this savage world you speak of? And there's a there's a crossover uh, because we have um, when people men, uh, start talking about savage worlds in the um, uh, in, in like the forums and stuff like that and, and the different like uh, groups, people get confused because um, uh, I work for uh, the two authors that um, their uh, their main like draw is this uh, this thing called Galaxy's Edge. Right. And Galaxy's Edge is kind of like what would happen if you mashed Star Wars and G.I. Joe together. Right. Um, it's very cool, very popular. Um, and when we start mentioning Savage Worlds, one of the main bad guys in the uh, in the setting are called the Savages. So they're like, you've already made a game. It's like, wait a minute. Nope, <laughs> not me. Hold on. Wait, wait. So, you know, we usually we usually point them in the right direction. So, uh, Mike, um, this is the covers of the first three Forgotten Ruin books. Ooh, yeah, nice. they are so much fun. Um, the uh, the authors have really, um, really crushed it in the uh, in the research department. So they brought on uh, as technical advisors three United States Army Rangers to make sure they got the Ranger part right. Um, they brought in a bunch of D and D guys to make sure, like the you know, like the fantasy gaming aspect was right. It's not lit RPG. It's it's its own uh, kind of genre, kind of uh, almost like Portal fantasy. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, we did a role playing game Kickstarter um, uh, with a couple of different systems, and uh, yeah, just John has been crushing that art. It's so good. So I just yeah, love but... that it appears to answer the question. It's like the fun old you know brain thing of like how could could one guy with unlimited ammo and you know an uh, American assault rifle like win at Waterloo and or and just keep going back and back and back, right? Like, you know, could one dude, you know, and stave great... off the barbarian invasion or whatever? It's like Helm's Deep is kind of where, like, how many orcs could you take down? You know, and the, the great thing about it, too, is that um, if you look at the force that they chose to to kind of represent that idea, uh, the United States Army Rangers, uh, the closest historical aspect I could pick that would give you an idea of how rabid and um, intense these guys are. Um, uh, imagine the Spartans at the height of their effectiveness, right? Yeah. So, um, um, so we brought in three technical advisors to sit in the books and say, you know, what works, what doesn't, blah, 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 blah. But the great part about the books is that the books aren't told from their perspective. They're told from the perspective of the translator they brought along. Ooh, so okay. not only is he, are you guys dealing with like, not only are you dealing with this, uh, uh, like this new culture, like you got all these orcs coming at you, and they're bringing bad guys with them and wizards, and everybody's like, "What the hell?" But he also has to navigate ranger culture, which is equally as alien to him, you know. So it's it's just a really, really, and it's got one of those opening lines that when you read it, you're like, "Huh, 
That's okay. Yeah, I'm in. Might as well. <laughs> it's got to um, have a good hooker, you know, that hook. Well, good oh, hook, yeah. Hook sentence there. <laughs> well, hey, we have just edged by the top of the hour. We don't oh. judge. Hello. I think it's time to wrap it up. Uh, Jody and Chris, thank you so much for coming out. It's been a pleasure talking absolutely. to you. Thanks, Walmart. Our pleasure. Thank I you so it. much. Yeah, absolutely. Love well, hanging with you guys. Coming. Thank you. Always a good time. Thanks, everybody, for checking us out. And we will see you next time on the BAMF Podcast. Bye, Pinnacle. Cheers,